We're live. What up? Let's get weird. Week one NFL stay cash and show is here. Tommy G, Bill Rupp, Joey Rackets, Evan Hand. How we do? He's joining us shortly to recap the college football weekend. Constantino's coming on to do some contender series at the end of the show. We are stacked. We are rocking. We will keep the headlines light going forward. So those of you that like to tune in, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the show because you don't care about the headlines, we're going to do brief headlines going forward for the rest of the year because now we got all the sports going on at the same time. So we want to get to the bets. We want to get to the picks. We want to get to the analysis. So, Bill, we finally have something to talk about. Fucking we don't have to just fucking talk about Deshaun Watson for fucking three straight weeks. Really? Yeah. You want to talk about Deshaun Watson? Uh, not really. Okay, good. We don't have to anymore. How are you doing, Bill? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Hurt, hurt my back again. Yeah. How'd yeah. you do that? Moving? Moving? No. I mean, literally just moving from the couch to the fridge. I'm not going to explain. This is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> that means glory hole in a gas station. Rackets, how you doing, my friend? I'm fantastic, Tommy G. How you doing? I'm doing great. How's the U.S. Open go? Uh, pretty good. Watching uh, Casper Rude kick some ass right now. And uh, our futures are doing well. Nick Kyrgios sure. is now the favorite to win the U.S. Open. Okay. Awesome. That is fucking great for all Tomlin, of us. Tomlin, Tomlin just confirmed Trubinsky is the number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Confirming last name. Bill always says Trubinsky. Trubinsky. He puts an N in there for some reason. You know what's funny? My last name's Galati, and people always put an N in it. Every piece of mail I got when I was younger said Galanti. Oh, it's nonstop. <laughs> Scrammed an end in there for fucking no reason. Uh, e, if you can move NFL, let's move NFL to after U.S. Open, as we'll do that with Constantino when he comes in. So we'll start with the college football recap. But first, let's get to the headlines. What do we got there, E? Uh, I don't really have any headlines for today. I think we should just talk about the weekend that was in college football because that was fucking crazy. It was wild. Let's bring in Howie Dewey. I mean, that, this weekend was nuts. We had Discord shows going till fucking five in the morning watching Hawaii games. We had another show before that. Uh, we had a an Angels draft show, Bill, that fucking goat ran. So we had all the girls in our chat, had a 12-team uh, fantasy football draft. And we had Trevor, our, our staff lunatic, actually host the draft. We called it Goats and Hoes. Uh, it was fantastic. And, yeah, I, I kind of uh, – I don't like the way that you called – the girls hose i mean they're, they're my girls they're my angels they're telling yeah, me so i'm gonna along. put my foot down to that i do not I mean, think women are hoes and i, I do not, not think that you should have named the show goats and hoes i mean his name is goat boats and hoes goats and hoes so, listen sometimes the name just finds you howie i you thought it was good you should sometimes not you're, you're women. Howie. listen sometimes the name just finds you bill and he starts off rackets he starts off every show with objectifying one thing or another it's if it's not the fucking blacks it's the chinese it's the chinese if it's not the chinese it's the jews if it's not the jews listen i'm gonna hit a demographic every time though i'm an open as the only person on this show outside of howie who's funny i will go to howie dewey who had a nice win last night, fucking capping off. We had a tough start to college football weekend. Me and you came through heavy over the next two days. Howie, in comedy, you can't let them censor anything or they censor everything, right? Of course. Rocky, see how he just pushes it under the rug? Yep. See how woke Bill is? Bill is so woke. <laughs> woke Rupp. That's his new you're, name. You're woke. Woke Rupp. <laughs> Howie Dewey. I didn't even know what woke meant until this morning. Yeah, well, now, now you're it um howie so we started off the weekend 
right? We had the uh, we had a couple disaster fucking beats, right? We did great on the Penn State West Virginia to start on Thursday, and then that fucking Friday shit, Western Michigan, just 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 a shit show of endings of those games. Yeah, and then, uh, Saturday I think we picked it back up, and then uh, you had a nice fucking win yesterday. I think for for college football week one, considering the amount of horrific beats, I think it went pretty well. Yeah, it was like every every uh, ending was a disaster. Yeah, it, it, the craziest thing I've ever seen, and the funny thing I was telling Bill, if you look at the Saturday, Sunday, and Monday final games of the night, Hawaii, LSU, and Clemson, all three of those games had something batshit happen in the final second to change the over-under. So anyone who is betting the total on the Hawaii game, go to my Twitter. You've seen it. It was on Van Pelt's Bad Beats. He did a whole segment on it, how crazy that ending was at 67 and a half. Then you had the LSU game, Howie, where they came all the way back, Brian Kelly's dog shit, and then a blocked extra point at the end of that game. And then last night you had fucking Debo, uh, uh, Debo, Debo, Debo Sweeney run a hurry up offense from his own 30 to get into the end zone to hit the 50 and a half. That was hilarious. <laughs> Evan, Evan, yeah. is Tommy just going to skip over the part where uh, him and Howie uh, were saying how much they were, uh, Notre Dame was going to get demolished and killed and destroyed? And uh, Bill Rupp was the lone survivor to say, oh, you know what? I'll take those points. Notre Dame, baby. Let's talk about Let's start there, Howie, do we? Ohio State, we were talking about the rankings. Uh, Bill made the single burst worst bet in the history of America. Ended up betting on a team that scored 10 points and they covered the 17. What do you hey, think of Ohio State? I mean, look, that was a good call. My whole thing was Ohio State, to stay in that top five, they needed to blow out Notre Dame. And what that goes to show you is, you know, like all these conferences outside the SEC, the Big Ten, right off the bat, it's a weak conference. Yeah. I hey. mean, Ohio State, they looked horrible. Because Notre Dame looked bad. That's Both the teams. Thing. Yeah, like I mean, SEC. If, the SEC had one loss, right? LSU. Yes. That was it. And yes. that was the fucking yeah, the the blocked fucking uh, extra point where they could have won that in overtime and swept the whole weekend. Yeah, and you know, to that, what's his name's credit? They're all new players. I mean, LSU's a brand new, new coach, new system. Uh, they had a couple huge injuries. The one defensive end. Blew his knee out right at the beginning of the game. That hurt. Celebrating. Yeah. yeah. And the other kid, that was a nice spearing smack on the quarterback. He almost paralyzed cracked. him. That was clean. <laughs> if you look up targeting in the fucking in the dictionary, that play comes up. I it mean, he clean. literally just straight fucking head first almost took his head off. He tried to decapitate him, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, that's that's, that's old school football. Because we didn't right have there. that team. Yeah. <laughs> if that was our quarterback, it wouldn't have been that funny. You guys, you guys uh, think right here, uh, Ohio State will stay at two? No, they can't. Right? Georgia's, Georgia's got to have Georgia battle, Alabama. Right? Yeah, it's got to be Georgia. I don't see how. I don't see – I mean, Clemson may jump them. I mean, it's – they should – it's going to be interesting. I don't. I mean, Ohio State. I don't see them running through. There's going to be somebody in that Big Ten that can beat them. They didn't. They just did not look impressive. Yeah. The big thing about college football week one is you're there's a lot to figure out, right? It's not like normal sports where in the NFL, even if players change teams, you know, you get Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, and you have these big changes. You still know who the fuck these guys are. You know what they're going to do in college football. You have no fucking idea. 
there's you know you just you, you see people move in that first week really is the tell-all and me and you were saying it howie uh on the microphone in week one you're just trying to keep your head uh, you know if you can keep your bankroll at the end of week one college football and learn from everything you watched you should be able to exploit weeks two yeah. through seven before the books catch up so i think we learned a lot this week i think we we, we were profitable which is huge but we learned think, a lot i think the funniest thing is you know how bad is the Pac-10 when Utah comes in, what, ranked 8th? Oregon's ranked 11th. Uh, Oregon got the worst beatdown of the weekend. Um, I, You know, and I just felt if anyone's got a chance to beat Georgia, it's their ex-coach, uh, quarterback from the SEC. Man, they look like a high school JV team. Yeah. And. And shit, how good is that quarterback from Florida? He was a one-man wrecking crew. Oh, uh, you called it, man. We were on the voice chat for that whole game. And and even when they were down, you were like, don't worry. Don't worry. Just watch. I mean, we were heavy. Me and you went heavy, heavy on that Florida. Kid's a, that kid is a killer. He's a, what's it, Richardson? He's a fucking star, man. He's And they're laying five and a half this week. I know me and you will fucking be right back on the Florida train at home this week. So... Ohio State were down on. Clemson started really slow, picked it up. I don't know what the fuck they were doing with Shipley. They decided to fucking not use him for a quarter and a half. And meanwhile, he still scored two touchdowns on like nine carries. Um, that was weird, moving Maffa in. And Pace is their back. I don't know what Dabo was doing there. Uh, Michigan with a steady thumping, as expected. Uh, Texas A&M moved up a spot. I mean, Oregon's going to fall maybe out of the top 20. Right? They don't deserve to be there. I mean... Yeah. There's 30 teams better than them. So what do you do this weekend when – I know what I'm doing. You got Tennessee going to Pittsburgh, and that's a fairly tight spread. I I just – looking at Tennessee, looking at this SEC, Pitt's in trouble. Yeah, that's a that's a scary line. It's a trappy line, right? Like you would think Tennessee would be minus 13 in that game or something, and they're minus six and a half. So yeah. um, that's one I'm digging into a little bit more. Clemson's playing – I'll just run through some of the big games this weekend. Um, I like this Arkansas team. You know, Arkansas looked good. They they should have won by more, but every time it got tight, you know, they they did what they needed to do. The They're big one is Scar. Everyone, what's up? They're playing Scar. What does that mean? That's what it says. South SCR. Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Scar. <laughs> the They're playing the Cox. Playing the Cox, Bill. The Cox. So uh, Ohio State's going to cruise this week versus Arkansas State as a 40-point favorite. The one game of the top five teams that everyone's going to be focused on, Stephen A. Smith was talking about it all fucking morning. He thinks Alabama wins by 50 uh, in this game versus Texas. And Stephen A. Smith is the public, right? So whenever you hear Stephen A. Smith yell, that's where you know what the public's on. And I, I don't know if this is a roll spot for the Tide here. Alabama hasn't been as successful on the road as big favorites in kind of meaningless games as you'd expect over the years. What do you what do you think? Do you think the tide rolls here? Or do you think Texas keeps this close? It's a big spread. And if you know anything about Alabama, watch the first half in every game this year. They get up 28-0, 31-0. And then he does. He pulls the he pulls them. He, you got third string coming in. And he just, you know, Nick Saban, he he wants these guys healthy for January. Right. The other thing he wants too, and the reason why Alabama is able to reload so easily every single year is because by next year, all these guys are going to have 10, 12 quarters worth of game time in them. Whereas other schools wait, he does, Nick Saban doesn't give a shit about winning by 40 or winning by 20. He knows they're Alabama. All they yeah. need to do is win and they ain't leaving that top spot. They could yeah. even lose the game and they're staying in the playoffs. 
So that is something to look at. Yeah. Again, these are just first look leans at this week. I'm leaning on the Texas side right here. Uh, this, if, it, if it's 20 and a half now, it opened at 20. If that gets to 21, you're going to see me probably pull the trigger uh, on something there. Another game we were talking about, which I'm going to have a monster play on this week. I won't go too into uh, USC Stanford. Uh, that's one we'll be talking about more on Thursday and Friday. Me and Howie are going to get into that pretty heavy. Outside of that, Dewey, I mean, you're looking at BYU at home against Baylor. It's going to be a good, you know, two ranked teams, you know, ending the night uh, on Saturday night. But all these other teams, Oregon's Eastern Washington, Michigan's playing Hawaii, you know, Oklahoma State, Florida, good games. But you got your of- favorite team, uh, UT Texas San Antonio, headed up to Highland Falls, New York to play Army. <laughs> I, get, I bet Howie Dewey has a play on that game. That was a that was a wild game. That was that was fucking uh, that game was insane. Both those games, the UTSA and the Army game, were both pretty yeah. wild. Uh, they came down to it, but uh, yeah. Speaking of Houston, on the road against Texas Tech here, this is this screams Tommy G Texas Tech money line play. Just tell you that right now. Yeah, I think uh, so. So what? So what else did we learn this weekend? From uh, what teams are you higher on? What teams are you lower on? Who you who are you disappointed in, and who are you really targeting going forward based on this weekend? I just, uh, you know, the the Pac-12 look, looks down. The Big Ten, I mean, I've seen Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. They're not impressive. And the SEC looks like the NFL. Yeah, it's the same thing every fucking year. I mean, Georgia looks scary. Georgia, I can't believe how good they look. Bennett yeah. looked like a whole new player. I mean, he looked like a whole new quarterback. And sometimes you do see these guys take step forward. Uh, in their second, you know, really full run at the starting quarterback job. And for right now, it looks like Bennett took that step forward, whereas you have guys like fucking Clifford on Penn State, whoever year they get worse, and you know exactly what they are. I'll tell you, quarter the quarterback that looked great last weekend was the Georgia transfer at West Virginia. Um, that kid looked solid. Daniels. Real solid. He looked good. The kid, you know who looked really good was the fucking uh, – was name Club Nick or whatever his name is, the backup for Clemson last night. Yeah. Looked better than the starter. Yeah. I mean, what are they doing with DJ still starting? You said it in the text thread. He cost them three games last year. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's a fucking disaster. So is there their D, uh, their D looks good. You can't tell if their D's good or Georgia Tech was that bad. Right. I think Georgia Tech's that bad. <laughs> you said it before. You almost predicted the exact score. You said 42-10 and it ended up being what? Uh, you said 42-6 and it ended up being 41-10. Yeah. They almost nailed the exact score on that one. But yeah. uh, what, what did you think? I mean, my team, Oklahoma State, I'm telling you guys, watch this fucking team. This offense is fucking crazy. Uh, this Oklahoma State team looks like they're going to move into the fucking top 10. Maybe sit there around Michigan State, 11-10 spot. What do you think of Oklahoma State? They looked offensively. They looked like they could, they could score 50-60 every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that team looked really good. That's an offensive coach. He just loves to, he loves to run up scores. And Sanders knows what he's doing. He's not yeah. He's not a knucklehead up there. Arkansas probably should be moving up, hopefully, into the top 15. How high are you on them? They look – I mean, it, it kind of looked like they were on cruise control. They always kept that seven, four up 14, up seven, up four. I mean, uh, what the, who the hell they played? Uh, Cincinnati, right? Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati never really looked like they were in it. Yeah, no, that's it. I was watching that game because I had a money line – on Houston and Arkansas, I had them paired, uh, or I had them teased, and they're on both TVs, two to three TVs. So I'm looking like this. I don't think I watched the Arkansas. I was never worried. 
at any point because every time that since he scored or did something, it was a fluke. It was a fumble. Like they just kind of Arkansas knew they were going to win that game and everyone watching it did. So that SEC is just absolutely stacked from top to bottom. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you even got Kentucky, Vanderbilt. These teams are winning outside their conference. So it's going to be – those teams are going to pound each other. It's going to be a dogfight all year. All right, Howie, anything else before we move on to uh, sports? Anything college football-oriented? We'll get pumped up for the weekend. Yeah, we're getting ready. All right, so we're going to move this show, guys, just so you know. Uh, we don't know what we're doing with Monday, Tuesday, but we're definitely moving Wednesday to Thursday, okay? So because Thursday's uh big NFL day. So it'll be going forward right now. It might change next week. We might do something with Monday. But for right now, it's going to be Monday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Sorry. So Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. The only thing that's changing, tomorrow's show will be on Thursday. And we'll have the whole crew back. All right, Howie Dewey, good job this weekend. Way to end the weekend off with a with a nice dub on that Clemson minus 24. Let's yeah. get back at it this week. All right, peace. All right, brother. Be good. All right, Joey Rackets. U.S. Open time. What's going on? What are we doing? King Kyrgios is fucking uh, making his little run. Uh, uh, he he beat Medvedev just like I said he was going to again. Yeah. Um, and now he is now he's the favorite in the men's side of the tournament. All right. And what did you have him at? What odds? We have him at plus thirty five hundred. I gave him out on here at thirteen fifty and eight fifty, and I think he's plus one sixty now. <laughs> Boarddefense.com, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck are you waiting for? That right there pays off your whole subscription. For deepbets.com, number four, deepbets.com, $37 for seven days. Or tomorrow is the final day, actually, maybe today, the final day for the VIP 10. So you better hurry up, get in there, lock in for the rest of the season. It's 267 for every single sport, all the discords, all the shows, <laughs> all the stats, all the leagues, all the prizes, everything for 267 takes you till mid January. You're talking like $12 a week. That this comes into go in there lock that up for deepbets.com full season package if you like dfs add the dfs to it too you get 10 percent off the whole package vip 10 and it's already discounted like 300 dollars to begin with so get in there get that now go on rackets yeah uh curios is he's plus 170 i just looked so you can if the pre-match tickets at plus 3500 uh, $100 free bet you're you can cash out right now for almost 900 bucks damn and not you, bad and how many how many uh how many matches left does he have to win? Uh, there he's into the round of eight. Okay, so. so eight, four, two, so three more matches. Yeah. So you're literally at a point right now. Is he favored in this next match? I'm assuming. Yeah, minus five hundred tonight, or um, maybe tonight is going into the round of eight, but he's minus five hundred tonight. All right. So you're at a point now where you could actually almost start hedging these matches, hedging that plus thirty five hundred pretty easily. Yeah. Throw a little sprinkle on the other side each match to at least get your money back until he faces he's, it. He's I think he's getting to the final easy too, honestly. And I before the tournament I said that those two guys that I was basically uh thought that this tournament was between and it was Kyrios and Elkaraz, and it looks like they're on pace to meet in the finals. All right. And what about on the ladies' side? It looks like Spyatech uh plus two hundred and then Coco, uh Garcia and Ans Jabor with Sabalenka and Pagula trailing right behind them. What are you thinking on the women's side? Um, I'm, I still like Jabor. Um, we kind of got screwed a little bit on the, on this side, but Jabor and Coco are going to end up seeing each other probably next match. So they're going to take each other out. But, uh, Coco is one of my plays tonight, plus one Oh five. She's going to end up beating Caroline Garcia. Um, Garcia is coming in in good form, but Gar- Coco's game's too good. Yeah. Someone asked in the chat and guys fire questions in the chat. We'll keep our eye on it and answer anything you have. 
Someone asked in the chat, would you cash out of Kyrgios right now? There's no way you're cashing out. No, I'm not cashing out of Kyrgios until he's going to be the he's going to be the favorite the whole way through until he sees Alcaraz. You've got to see a, a rude sinner Alcaraz, someone like that, before you even consider uh, yeah. cashing that out. And you probably won't need to because you have so much room on that plus 3,500. You can hedge. You, you can. Have, we have 35 units of hedge. I yeah. mean, even you guys have 12 units of hedge right now. Like, you, yeah, you can you can hedge out. There's so much easy, but you don't need to hedge this because this one he's minus 450. You wouldn't need to hedge until he went to like even money. Like yeah. if he lost a set or two, then you can consider throwing a few units on a hedge. But no, no, you're not touching that right this now. This is going to be a good match with uh, catching off tonight. Uh, they played in the 2020 U.S. Open or the 2020 Australian Open. Um, it went to four breakers, so catching off can hold his serve too. But Nick is in just too good form right now, man. Nick is the best server on tour, and it's not even fucking the best. Uh, he might be the best player. I mean, we've been saying it for a long time. He's one of the, one of the, where our paths intersect. Um, we've we've butted heads on Osaka and others, but I mean, Kyrgios is a guy who I've loved because of his personality, and you've loved because of his talent and personality. Now he's, he's putting, putting it together, together, man. He's putting it all together. That's what you yeah. wait. Like this guy could be the best tennis player in the world for the next ten years if he can keep this shit together. So. Uh, what about any individual plays for today? You got anything you're looking at for the? Uh, yeah, I have uh, Coco Golf at seven o'clock tonight, uh, plus one hundred five. Uh, I'm kind of waiting. I haven't released it yet to the subs. I'm waiting to see what the line does. I'm ex I'm expecting a little bit more Car uh, Caroline Garcia money, but it's fine at plus one hundred five. Um, and then I I like Casper Rude right now. I didn't I didn't bet it, but he's already into the third set, so uh, nothing on that. And then uh, tomorrow it'll be before the show starts. Uh, Tiafo minus one ten. Tomorrow's Thursday now, so there's no show tomorrow. So if you okay for tomorrow. What, Wednesday, two p.m. Uh, Francis Tiafo minus one ten. All right, throw that big foe with the with the upset over Nadal. I called that on the show too. I said get him at twelve thousand. Uh, he's thirteen hundred now. Wow. I mean, these futures are just fucking cracking. If you're a subscriber at four deep, you had a plus thirty five hundred. That's plus one seventy, and you had a plus twelve thousand. That's plus twelve hundred. Um, and I saw the whole chat. I actually plus. Yeah, plus twelve, thirteen hundred. The whole chat. I just saw fo 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 all the yep. way from chat yesterday. So, uh, big fo and Kyrgios coming through. All right, let's pivot over here. Uh, anything else on tennis? Uh, no, that's it. All right, let's run through some NFL. Let's run through some MLB. I got um, I got two soccer bets from our new um, capper Kababble. Kababble, Kabba Wubba. So, Kababble. Uh, both of these start at three o'clock today. Um, Champions League, Man City minus one and a half goals, and Benfica, uh, halftime, full time, minus 140. So, Benfica, halftime, full time, and where those in the article, Bill? Just uh, they're there. All right, I got it. Cool. In the thing. I did it. Right. Right. And you didn't even retweet the show. How am I going to assume you put I that? Mean, I do my stuff that I'm told to do. By the way, Ben, just for everyone out there listening. Bill doesn't realize he should retweet the promotional tweet for the show. Uh, he told him, he told us, no one told him to but do I was, First of all, I was never even, I didn't even know that there was a promotional tweet. Well, you're tagged on it. And you know there's I a didn't, I didn't, yeah, That's I didn't. bullshit, Bill. We literally have done it I every I show not, for I, two I don't, I don't, sometimes I don't receive those. Well, it doesn't matter because you know we have a show. You know we tweet about the show before the show every show. So wouldn't it make sense at like one thirty to go fucking check and say? No, oh. because I have all my notifications off, 
because then when somebody sends out... Don't like, need them off, Bill. You just need to remember at 1.30. Look at the text we, we, we messages and everybody, and then everyone's like, oh, everyone starts to Don't need notifications, Mom. And everyone's like, oh, Evan, look Before at Before you come on the show, send a tweet. Evan, Stay magic. So Rackets is going to the Costco, and this You hear what this jerk-off said? Did you hear what this asshole, this fucking cocksucker said before the show, Evan? This is what happens. This is the fucking, this is the diva-ness that comes out. He goes, I have 2,000 followers now. I have you, to be no, 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 I didn't, no, 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 no. You said that. You said that. I said you have 2,000 No, 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 Bill said that. Oh, no, I didn't say I have 2,000. Tommy you said, said I have to be selective with my retweets. And I said now. I don't want to have full that. retweets. Yeah. So, yeah, so no. now your priority is the people who are following you because of this show and this company. Now you're going to abandon your company responsibility no, I, I because you want to make sure not to I don't want my Twitter to be like half of the other people on here that are just like me. Underwall. He's, He's taking shots wall. at me. Bill's taking shots at me. Just yeah, retweeting Tommy. No, so Rackets, I gotta fucking retweet everything. Rackets, Rackets has, no, Rackets puts out some stuff. I see some tennis things. On no, you gotta retweet one thing a day. What? One thing a day. Stay cash. No, I gotta be selective. Yeah, this show is not so well, I never know what ghost. Of. I never know what ghost is gonna pop up with. He comes up with some weird shit sometimes. <laughs> and quote tweet it and write something original then so it's not spam. Write Man. something funny. Today I hurt my back. I'm gonna tell you why on stay cashing. Nope. Nope. What a fucking asshole, Evan. You see that? Told you this is marketing a genius. Kid had, had 80 followers before I met him. It's a family show. Now he's talking about his followers. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen hundred and forty of them are four deep subscribers. <laughs> so fucking asshole. All right. On to Oh, baseball. like I don't tweet anything else out except for what you tweet. Oh, you'll tweet fucking five tweets of bullshit, and then you won't retweet the show. He like tweets at the view a lot. My followers laundry was bro, my followers are coming after you, dude. Brian Laundry was like fucking your whole timeline. We are coming hand. we are coming after you heavy. Don't make me start to unfollow Bill Ruffin. Okay, Bill Bill retweeted a, a clip from the view. And about, <laughs> he tweets about the view all the it time. Says, it says, How many of your followers care about the view? It says who will Hold benefit on, from before you say it, before, before you say it. It's something that I have been talking about for two months with Tommy and is near and dear to my heart. Okay, so, <laughs> well, okay, okay. so they posted a clip that's it's long. I'll just do like whatever the synopsis it goes. Who will benefit from student loan debt relief? And then Bill retweets it and then comments on her and goes, I will. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then the tweet before that. That's it. Well, I'm watching the news this morning and an NYC postal worker was opening the post office in the morning. As he opened the door, she got hit in the head with a gun and robbed for $100,000. How the hell does a post office have $100,000? And the news said nothing about it. At 1.35, 30 minutes before this show, that's what you needed to go to social media with. I mean, how do they have $100,000 in a post office? How does Bill Rupp not fucking retweet the show with $2,000? You definitely how, the show. How do they have $100,000 in a post office? I don't that's know. That's the better question. I have no idea. We're going to talk about that on Rupp and Rackets today, which took a day off yesterday. Like it's Labor Day. Corporate America. Oh, labor? We're not laboring? Yeah. Fucking, the fucking Labor Day, Rupp and Rackets isn't on. Well, what the fuck were you guys doing? I can smoke a weed and Bill's fucking jerking off. The was he paying us time and a half yesterday, Bill? I mean, these yeah. fucking, dude, these divas, Evan. I mean, I don't even know what to do anymore. Poor <laughs> Evan's over well, you here. Well, you got half of the other. You got half of the other. You got half of the other staff who only goes into the chat 
when there's fucking girls in there. <laughs> not saying any names, so I'm like, people are, people are fucking messaging me the other day, oh, there's a girls draft, Rob, come in there. No, what the fuck do I want to come in there for? No. But I, I, but I, I got the same message. I'm like, I did, I, we were around there all I did pop week. in there for a minute. And see who was in there. <laughs> That's for sure. The only three people on staff, only four people on staff that weren't there to start the girls' draft were the four people you see here. <laughs> the whole staff all of a sudden fucking freeze up at a Yeah, moment. yeah, but anytime I know we want to go in the chat and do stuff and work, no, no. Oh, no, no, everyone's gone. Yeah. Oh. There's four chicks drafting. Everyone's fucking in there. Fucking, yeah, yeah, in fucking mid, mid, mid June and July when there's nothing to talk about. No one's fucking around. Oh, no. No one wants to come on a show. All of a sudden, you put 12 chicks on a microphone and fucking everyone's fucking showing up for work. All right, MLB, what do we got? This is the life of Four Deep. So if you want to join this, you're a fucking insane person. But uh, <laughs> let's see. What do we got? We don't have to run through every single game here today. First few games, we got Mets. I'm going Pirates. all chalk on my parlay. So I'm telling you right now, it lost yesterday. Going back to the chalk again. Mets, Cardinals, Braves. The Cardinals have been shitting the bed the last couple of days. They can't score. They can't hit. They don't. I don't know what the fuck is going on. The Nationals are just fucking making them their bitch. But today I'm going back to them. I believe in the Cardinals. I believe in my MVP, Goldschmidt. Let's go. Go with the Cardinals, Braves, and of course my Mets, who have also been looking pretty bad. I think the Mets canceled that game yesterday because they were scared. And um, or maybe no, Pittsburgh canceled it. But I think the Mets had a lot to do with it. They told they they forced their muscles and said Pittsburgh canceled this fucking game. Um, and Why that is there no doubleheader tonight? It's they moved it to September seventh tomorrow. Is it in oh, New okay. York? Is it in New York? Oh, it's in Pittsburgh. I, Pittsburgh. It, might weather, it might be a weather thing because there's these games on no, the north. So what the dumbest thing in the world is, Tommy, is that they didn't play that game yesterday on Labor Day. When there would have been, when there was New York people in town for that game, they would have got forty thousand people instead of their twelve thousand that yeah. they get every game. So stupid. so stupid, bad by Pittsburgh, awful decision. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Uh, that was pretty stupid. So you're looking at the Mets. What was your parlay again, there, Billy? Uh, uh, Mets, Mets, Cardinals, and Braves. What's that pay? Uh, one ninety two. Yesterday, Rob going back to the Cardinals that have fucked them for a week. Yeah. Going to got I, I got rackets. I believe today will be the day they turn it around. And going back to the three teams to make it almost plus two hundred rackets. The new rub. He's not going for those plus one tens anymore. He wants more. He wants more. Money. He's greedy. Money. I will have a hit parlay also. I've got one guy so far, Xander Bogarts. If you guys want to make up your own or join four deep later to find out the other guy I'm other two I'm gonna have in there. But Xander Bogarts is on fire, not with just one hit a game, rackets. Yeah. He's getting two and three hits a game lately. Oh, he's on my fantasy. He's on my seasonal he's team. He's tearing it up. Killing it. Killing the ball. And not to mention, he's like, I think he's like, yeah, small sample size, like four for six or something against him tonight, pitcher. But yeah, he's killing it. Uh, like I said, not just one hit a game, two or three hits a game. So I like it. I'm going to, I'll probably try and uh, take that and mix in a little fucking Xander into my parlays later, too. You've been really on fire with those fucking hit parlays. Me personally, I'm going to go through his first three games and then Rackets, you tell me if you like anything. Mets Pirates, I'm staying off it. You know I love Galati's Pirates. Um, so I do have an interest in the Pirates, plus two and a half, plus one and a half. Uh, even on the money line, small sprinkle, but nothing right now on that. Tampa, Boston, I'm staying off that. 
And then uh, Philly Marlins, I think I'm going to have the Phillies in a parlay, which I'll tell you about shortly. But uh, that will be the first leg of the parlay. Rackets, any interest in those three games? Uh, a little bit of interest in the Rays, but Rich Hill was dominant in his last start. So uh, I probably want to see that live before I uh, get to the window on it. Okay. Other than that, no. A little right. information for you on the Phillies game. NOLA has been dominated by the Marlins. Uh, right. if, you at, if you look at the past, there's a lot of people with high batting averages, big sample sizes against him. Um, he has been knocked around a few times against the Marlins. So just watch out for that. Uh, might be a decent over then in that spot because you can get these six and a half uh, in that game if you're looking at that, Bill. Because I think the Phillies are going to hit today. Phillies are coming off a treacherous run uh, just on a long road trip, have been failing, failed in Arizona, failed in San Fran. They're getting home. They're getting right. They need to fucking work. They're only like a game and a half ahead of the Brewers here or whatever it is. So they got to win. They're back at home. Uh, this is a must-win spot, I think, for them. They got to take two out of three, if not sweep this series. Maybe we're looking at an over on this. I think you get the six and a half right now on the alt line. Uh, minus 130. So if you think Nola's going to get hit a little, I think Lazardo will get hit a little. I mean, you get the 3-3, three, three, you got an automatic winner there. So maybe we do uh, – you want to do that? Yeah, I like that. All right, let's do that. Tommy G and Rupp, Phillies, uh, Marlins, over six and a half, minus 130. Uh, I like that. I think that's a decent spot. Uh, let's go to uh, the next set of games here. Unfortunately, Joey Rackets, we're going to have to rip you a little bit. You've got a lot of glory uh, this whole show, but uh, I mean, the whole year. But your uh, Baltimore Orioles look like they may be they, they mailed it in on a doubleheader yesterday. I don't know what they're well, – I mean, it's Lyles got scratched because he was sick. Well, Lyles got scratched because he was sick, but then they just countered with Aiken and Bruce Zimmerman, and that's not a good idea to try to make up a game. So, no. no. And they're not looking good. This is a scary <laughs> spot. For, uh, I mean, they're they're now what? Uh, they're sitting five games out of the wild card almost or something? Yeah, I like them to win today. Uh, Bradish hasn't given up a run in the last three starts. Uh, Toronto scored three on him the last time that they faced him. Um, he changed his grip in his slider, and it's getting get a little more depth now, and he's getting more strikeouts. So I like Bradish. Uh, minus 110. They're minus 112 now, whatever. Same thing. Um, and I – don't have anything on the Twins or the Yankees or the Reds or the Cubs. So let's just move right on to the Twins and the Yankees, Tommy. Uh, I'm going to touch on that Baltimore game real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. I got the eight and a half uh, minus 122. It's nine Baltimore. right now, too. Yeah, you can get the alt right there, eight and a half minus 120. MGM still has eight and a half. Yeah, and Fandle does, too. Fandle has all the alts up there. Uh, you can take it. Uh, I, I don't love it. I'm going to tell you this. It's not something uh, – I'm ecstatic about because I have seen how Bradish has done and he's been really good. I just, I mean, these, these Baltimore Toronto games have gone over 12 of the last 14 times. These two teams have played. They always fucking fly over. There's always 11 runs. So. The good Oriole bullpen will be available tonight though. You're going to have Batista, uh, fucking Perez and Tate, all the three good ones. They haven't pitched in a week. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who's going to do it, but I know one of these teams is throwing up six, seven runs. So hopefully it's the Orioles for your rackets and we hopefully can go it's the Orioles. But uh, there tends to be one team that throws up a seven spot when these two play. So I'm not overthinking it. I'm just following the trend on this, even though I hate trends. Um, I'm going to take the over eight and a half here on this game. Bill, what were you saying? Yankees. So they lost two of three, Tampa. Then they came back with the wins. Listen, I still think they stink. The lineups are awful. You can't say anything because it doesn't matter who the Yankees send out there. They could put me batting one, you batting two, Rackets batting three, Evan cleaning up. We're going to beat Minnesota because the Yankees – always beat minnesota it doesn't matter what lineup they put out who's pitching what year it is it could be 1997 or 2022 they beat minnesota so you can't really say anything about this series 
Let's move on to the next series. Hold on, we're not moving on. I'm putting it in. A, I'm putting it no, in. No, a... no, no. I'm saying moving on to the next series. I'm talking about the Yankees as a whole. Um, I, I can't. So I can't say that they're back or they're winning or anything because you can't really do anything. Minnesota always loses to them. So uh, I just think still the lineups are awful. Judge is the only one. He won, I think, three games for them over the weekend. They won two games winning fuck, or scoring two runs. Like Guys, I have a better yep. stat. Marwin Gonzalez on his home run yesterday. Keep in mind, today is September 6th. Marwin Gonzalez with his home run yesterday was the first player not named Judge to score a run in September for the Yankees. We're, uh, we were five days into the month already. He scored every run. How these teams are not just walking him immediately. I said it yesterday to Tommy on the phone. I don't know how it's not happening. It's Tampa walk- lost that game on Sunday because they didn't walk him to lead off the game. He hit the solo home run. That's what won the game. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's literally unbelievable. Um, so I'm going to have the Yankees in a parlay here. Um, it just doesn't matter. Like Bill said, we talked about it yesterday. They, the twins can't beat them. They're, they're just completely skull fucked by the twins. Um, they have no chance of beating the Yankees literally ever. And, and certain teams just can't beat other teams. Like that's how it is. And you need to stop, you know, trying to justify it or make sense of it. It's just what it is. The Atlanta Braves have been hot. Uh, they've won five in a row going out to Oakland. I don't love the West to eat the East to West situation there, but I'm going to take the Braves and the Yankees and parlay them together at plus 110. So Yankees, Braves, Braves need to win. They're hot. Oakland's got nothing to play for. Wright's on the mound. Irvin's nothing to worry about. So I'm going to take the scorching hot Atlanta Braves, uh, who will be passing the Mets very shortly. Uh, maybe today we'll pass the Mets uh, for the division if Galati's Parades can come through. But Braves, Yankees, plus 110. Uh, and another play, I don't know how this is real, um, we keep saying they're going to walk Aaron Judge, but no one is. So basically, if you look at this matchup today, Judge is plus two sixty to Homer. Is there I, Dinger Tuesday today? No, I think they canceled Dinger. I think it's is old. it gone? Yeah. Is it done? Yep, yeah, it is done. I don't see it no more. Yeah, they uh, they canceled Dinger Tuesdays. They put an end to it. But I mean, you got a matchup here with Joe Ryan on the mound. Keep in mind, this game might get rained out, so be aware of that. There's drizzle. It's going to they'll either play through some sprinkles or not. Um, if you look at home runs for fucking Ryan, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. His last seven games, he's given up 12 home runs. Uh, he gave up five home runs to the Padres, gave up a home run in three straight games, and then gave up two last game to the Boston. Um, and he's a heavy fly ball for pitcher. His breakdown against Boston, ready for this, Rackets? 15 fly balls, one ground ball last game for Boston. So uh, balls will be in the air. He gave up 18 fly balls and two ground balls to the Dodgers and 14 fly balls and two ground balls to the Royals. Balls will be in the air. His strikeout rate is pretty good. He's decent, but Aaron Judge is locked in. If he sees even one, this thing's going in the air. Um, out of the yard. Plus and you know what else I'm sick about? I'm sick of this fucking character, Donaldson. You know what? I, I don't him. fucking like him. Get him off the fucking team. He's a fucking cancer. He's not there for fucking oh to bring spark to the team. He brings pain to the team because he's a fucking loser dick. He's fucking yelling at a guy, Springs, who just struck him out on three pitches. Donaldson's yelling, throw me a fastball. He goes, I just threw you three, and you couldn't touch it, you fucking loser. (laughs) Bro, what is this guy doing? Then he gets hit, and he goes nuts. People get hit. He didn't hit you for fuck. What do you think? You stink. But, He's not fucking hitting you on purpose. 
Listen. Every time he's up in a big spot, he grounds in a double play. Uh, I've been saying that. that, was, that was one of my Tommy brought that up, and anyway, I just can't unsee it. Every fucking event. Dude, he was dude, on a Yankee ground ball to shortstop. Listen, he was he on a Yankee hit. team with Jeter and Posada and all them fucking guys. They would not stand for this shit. The judge should step up and fucking tell him to sit the fuck down because this is here's, here's the problem, Bill. Here's where here's where I tell you when we say the Yankees aren't bad, their coach is bad because Donaldson is new Gardner. When Gardner was there, I used to call for the Gardner ground ball the second every time, and, and Boone kept leading him off. And Tommy, I'd rather have Gardner. Well, let, right me, let me let me finish the sentence. So. Boone kept leading him off because he loved Gardy. Because Gardy was a man and Gardy was a leader in the clubhouse. He'd bang the bat on the fucking thing. Boone is such a pussy that he needs those alphas and he rewards their alphaness in the clubhouse with spots in the lineup they shouldn't be, like he did with Gardner his whole career. Donaldson's new Gardner. All the guy does is ground out. He's making errors all over the field now. He can't even field, but he's an alpha. So when they go in the clubhouse, he's probably the one leading the meetings. He's the one doing so Boone bats him fourth, bats him third, beeps him up, and he's killing the fucking team. Donaldson's disappointing, trash, worst hitter on the Yankees. And uh, I agree with everything you just said right there, Bill. But that's all Aaron Boone. That's Boone having no control of the team and letting fucking players lead the fucking team. And Donaldson's an asshole. Uh, next game here, Rackets. Did you have anything on the uh, Cubs or no? No. Bill, anything on the Cubs? Nope. No. I, I, don't, I don't really love anything else. Uh, the Dodgers game is too high. Well, let's just go through the next three here. So we got the uh, the Cardinals you liked, Cardinals, no. Washington, Guardians, Royals, Rangers, Astros. Bill, anything there? No, but there's something weird tonight. Look at all these totals in the games. Seven and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, eleven, eight and a half, seven, seven and a half. I mean, it's ridiculous. What are we back in April? Uh, Dude, I remember a couple weeks ago I said that it seemed like we've played three different seasons with everything was low scoring in the beginning of the season. Then all of a sudden all the home runs happened. And then over the last month, they all just went away again. Yeah. I, I, I think they the switched home, them out again. The hitting home runs is judge. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the the thing you're seeing right now, it's it's weather related. Uh, Mets game 74, 71 in Philly. 69 in Yankee Stadium, 76 in Baltimore. These totals have been going on for a month now, Tommy, though. Yeah, now it has, but the weather's not great today for hitting. Most of the stadiums have 8, 10-mile-per-hour wind coming 69 in. 69 in Yankee Stadium. I live 15 minutes from there. It's 100 degrees here. 69, 9-mile-per-hour wind coming in, and there's a lot of rain coming all night. So uh, I'll be curious to see if they Yeah, I don't even know if they play. I don't know if they do either, but get that judge plus 260 against uh, Ryan here. Uh, uh, Rackets, anything in the Astros games, Royals game, or Cardinals game? No, nah, man. Astros at 275 scares me, and I'll never take the Indians at 200. Yeah. I don't care. How about, uh, how about yesterday? Did you see my boy? I was Who? talking about the Astros. Oh, yeah, the dude, the dude for the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it, Hunter something? Yeah, did you get to watch him at all, Hunter Brown? I saw the. I turned it on the inning that you were talking about it, and he looked really good. Dude, I didn't well, watch the rest of it, though, because I was kind of in and out of tennis. Watch this kid. He throws 98. He's got a 92-mile-per-hour slider and an 89-mile-per-hour curveball. I mean, it's like – Everything's coming in hard. Uh, three hits, five Ks, 79 pitches, six scoreless yesterday. This kid's a star. Uh, he's the thing that worries me about uh, any futures you may have on American League teams because if he ends up fucking being an integral part of the Astros coming into the postseason, he's wrecking it. This kid's dangerous, dude. He's he's a superstar. He's, he's a big-name big name arm that you need to keep your eye on and uh, that's that system, and it just sucks to see him on the Astros. So Hunter Brown, keep your eye on him next start. We're hammering him. Um, 
I have nothing on the Astros game, nothing on the Royals game, nothing on the Cardinals game. So uh, keep that going. Uh, we do have an 11 total, as Bill mentioned, in Colorado. 91 degrees. Got some good hitting weather there. Brewers, Rockies. Uh, Rockies let us down yesterday. They took the 3-0 lead and then give up six in one inning. Almost came back five different times. Um, really, just one one inning that fucked them over. Any interest here, Bill, in these games? Rockies, Brewers, Angels, Tigers, Padres, D-backs. Nope. Brackets. D-backs plus 140. Mm, I was on the Padres minus 160. Don't mm. do it. You just hate the Padres. I hate the Padres. Merrill Kelly's been good. Uh, Diamondbacks offense is scoring. Padres offense is not scoring. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll just leave it off. We'll Simple just, for me. Reverse rackets. Just leave it off. So I'll leave my Padres off. Leave his uh, Arizona off. So that way we don't have conflicting bets on the sheet. I'm actually on the Padres in this one. I think this is a decent spot for Musgrove. Um, but hey, it's uh, hey. You never know, as Bill says. Uh, there is a game I like here, though, the Angels. I'm taking the Angels minus 134 uh, versus the Tigers. This Angels team has has been really good since getting Trout back. And This is the team that I thought was going to be there all season. They're yeah. scoring runs. They're winning Brackets, games. Brackets, you think uh, Otani has a shot at MVP? I mean, dude, he's got like a two fucking seven ERAs. His strikeout number, he's 13 strikeouts per nine. I mean, the home runs... In my opinion, you it's judged, but it's it shouldn't be as it's closer than it really should. Thirty home runs. If he gets to forty, do you think he wins? Even thirty-five, he's got a he's got a big chance. So here's so here's the thing. Um, Me and Bill talked about this yesterday. Um, If it's most outstanding player, it's Otani every year. If if the Angels are even in the playoff hunt, it's Otani. Right, you're getting Otani at plus six hundred. That's obviously great value considering it's a debate. But the bottom line is most valuable player. If you're going to go by the definition, yeah, it's, it's Judge. Because when they had Otani, they were in fucking last place. So how valuable is he? Right? Honestly, you could argue Trout's the most valuable player because they didn't start doing shit till Trout got back. Right? Technically. So, yes, Otani is the most outstanding player all the time. But the most valuable player is Aaron Judge. He scored every run for the Yankees for the first five games of the month. And I think they went three and one. Like, without Judge, the Yankees are fucking not even smelling the playoffs. Storylines aside, like, we know Otani doesn't want to, play, want to play on the East Coast. If you had to pick one, Judge or Otani, for the next year going forward in a Yankee I know Otani every take? year. Okay. Oh, every year, because he's two stars. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying. He's the most outstanding player. There's nothing like him. Someone so you would take? Would you take Otani, like, if you had a choice over him? Hit, over you, you could. Okay. Yeah, over everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's not even close, because I get an ace and I get a fucking – Aaron Judge type hitter. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he's just a pitcher. Yeah, yeah, he's a great pitcher. Right? He's a it, one it, or two on. It's every not like he's an average pitcher. Like he's a yeah. really fucking good he's a, pitcher. He's a yeah. one or two on every yeah. team. You're getting literally a number one pitcher and a number three hitter in the same guy. So yeah, so definitely. But um, I do like the Angels today minus one thirty four. Don't like that that line's dropping. Um, go to the next and final set of games here: Seattle White Sox, Oakland Braves, Dodgers Giants. Um, I'll start. Obviously, the Mariners, my team, my squad, plus 2,500 still in most books to win the World Series. Guys, you got to get on that. That is that is insane. Like, that is absolutely insane. Forget about what you think about the, the Mariners. Me and Rackets love them. The lineup's deep. Julio, Ty France, Santana. Got You know, Suarez, fucking Cal Rally has fucking been playing well. Uh, J.P. Crawford's a nice little stud in the little middle, does all the little things. They got a great team, and they're deep. Their starting pitching's been great. Their bullpen's better than people think. But they're the fourth favorite in the AL. So it's not even like you're taking a plus. You take a plus 2,500 in the NL. You're talking about like the seventh team because you got the Braves, the Cardinals, the, the Mets, the Dodgers. 
the Padres. You got like seven teams that, plus 2,500. They're the fourth in the AL. One is the Yankees, who ain't winning fucking shit when Aaron Boone is their coach. They have the worst record in baseball in one-run games, right, Bill? Or something like that? Mm-hmm. One of the worst records in the league. 20, in one 22 one-run one, one losses this year. 22 one, most one-run losses in all of baseball. Yankees ain't doing shit. That leaves two teams ahead of them. And fucking one of them's Toronto. Who, who the fuck's scared of Toronto? So it's literally the Astros. Like, so you're getting a plus 2,500 on a team that really only have to worry about the fucking Astros. Hopefully they're on the other side of the bracket and you get a hedge in the in the, uh, the uh, AL championship game. So yeah, Mariners minus 145 all day. Fucking book it. Let's do it. Should have won yesterday, but a ball fell out of fucking Hanniger's glove over the wall. Uh, I already got the Braves in a parlay with the Yankees and the Dodgers I would be betting, but I can't touch minus 350s, minus 330s. That's the only reason I'm writing it off. But uh, the Dodgers would be a bet if you're not afraid of the 350 syndrome. Um, go nuts. But uh, Rackets, what do you think of that set of games? Um, I, I avoided the Mariners trap yesterday. I there was something about that line that just I, it was it was trappy as fuck. Um, I did I avoided that little landmine there, but um, it it wasn't far from winning. Like it it, it was pretty close to winning. It was only three two. All of but them, um, love the fucking win. I think I think they win tonight. I might like the Mariners again tonight. Um, I'm on the Braves with you, and I'm not touching the Dodgers or Giants. Yeah, uh, Lance Lynn dominated yesterday, and those shadows were nasty. Lance Lynn knew how to play those shadows. 640 start was stupid. Uh, Bill, anything you like on that final set? Nope. All right, let's bring in Constantino. We'll talk a little football and then get to some DWC aspects uh, before we go. Uh, let's see here. Let me know when Mike's in. Mr. Conman, how are you doing today, Conman? What's up? How's your tooth? Fucking hurts. I got a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> got a hole in it. Uh, I'm going to put my tongue in it and I feel like the nerve. So it's not fun. Yeah. You're going to have to get it yanked tomorrow. Tomorrow. I got to go back. I mean, if you want, I can, I can punch you in the face and you knock that thing out. It's not going to help. It's a nerve. It's not the actual tooth. I had a root canal in that tooth. I thought their nerve was dead. Apparently not. All right. Well, before we get to the contender series, let's talk a little NFL week one. I know we're all excited about the first week of NFL. Uh, we got a big game on Thursday. We'll talk about that on Thursday's show. So I don't want to spoil Thursday's show with the NFL bets this week. But anything coming in, guys, uh, Constantino, we'll start with you. Anything coming in you're looking at? Any futures you're looking at? Anything you're excited about keeping your eye on for week one NFL? Yeah, I have a specific way of betting week one NFL. And I did an article which should be up on the uh, subscribers-only website shortly. Um, but I like it's to up play. There already. Uh, it's not. I just checked before the show. Unless I missed it. Um, I like to play teams that have been salivating all year long that ended the season with a bad taste in their mouth. And they seem to be a lot hungrier, you know, come week one than teams that are fat. I'm not going to talk about the Thursday game, but um, it's been pretty profitable. And I do like to take money line favorites in week one of the NFL and then stagger the start times. Pick a one o'clock game and a four o'clock game or four o'clock and an eight o'clock, just make them different where I can concentrate on one game. I really like, and take those two favorites on the money line. And one game that jumps out to me this week is the Ravens. I mean, against the jets here in this early window, I mean, the line got steamed all the way up. We got Joe Flacco at quarterback who I bet against, I don't know, 50 years ago. Uh, I mean, I just can't even believe it. And uh, Ravens are a well-coached team. They're solid top to bottom. I think um, that's going to be one I'm looking at in that one o'clock window. 
Uh, don't want to give too much here, but that's definitely a game I'm focusing on. All right. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think Flacco is the worst quarterback on the Jets roster. You have their third string quarterback who led them to multiple come from three straight come from behind victories in the last 20 seconds of games. He's not playing. Um, you have White, who's already had a 400-yard passing game under his belt last year. He's not playing. Let's go with this old bag of shit that has no future, that's going to do nothing. Uh, Joe Flacco is the worst player in the NFL. He's a Same old player. Jets, bro. Same yeah. old and, and the line, the line's seven, but the money line's only 300. I mean, yeah. on a seven-point game, I mean, I'll take that all day because then you have the liquidity of the whole game going live with live betting that even if the Jets score – Baltimore is still going to be favorite. And if you don't like what you see, you can hedge out of your bet. Well, I just think it provides a good opportunity to get out ahead of it. The, the New perfect. York Post wrote an article, Joe Flacco, my kids tell me I stink. <laughs> <laughs> They're old enough to know, yeah. I mean, it's fucking disastrous. So, I mean, that's going to be a big teaser play for a lot of people. That's the only thing. That's, that's the scary doing. part. But only with the live betting, you can get out of it if you don't like what you see. And I do think that this favorite will hold value meaning yeah. that if the Jets even score a touchdown first, Baltimore will still be the favorite. Yes, so that's yeah. why I like that's that. Minus 150, minus 160 at that point, right? Um, so, all right, Rackets, what are you looking at coming into week one? Any futures, Any anything that you're, uh, you're high on, low on, want to see? Um, I gave out the uh, yardage total for Taylor at 1349.5. It's probably up a little bit from that. Um, other than that, I don't really have too many futures. I have a couple on uh, – I, like, I like the Javante Williams one too. 940 i think it's his rushing total it's insane all right what about uh what about your colts uh week one i see a lot of people that's gonna be another teaser favorite teasing the colts down uh down to one and colts, a half colts should dismantle them yeah but i yeah. hate the road it always look like too dangerous but uh very high. i don't like division games over a touchdown spread i don't i don't fuck with that i'll, I'll have them on a money line parlay somewhere but i'm not a big um maybe a teaser but Seven and, and a half, you you're money, still looking you at money minus line a half. Too. Yeah, you can money line the Colts and the Ravens, and you're looking at even Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking, I like the Colts. I like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this Rams-Bills game. Uh, part of me wants to, part of me says that the Rams, there's no way the Rams lose, and the other part of me says that the Bills win by 30. So I, I don't really know how to take that game. Yeah, well, we got till Thursday. We're going to break that game down heavy on Thursday's show. Wait to see who's in, who's out. And then, uh, and then we'll break down that whole game. Bill, what are you looking at coming into week one? The Steelers over seven and a half, one hundred percent. I mean, I already bet it. Uh, I think they go over that. The playoff okay, team you're last year win, win total, right? Yeah, playoff team last year with Big Ben, who was awful, couldn't throw the ball more than fucking twenty yards. Uh, Trubisky coming in, he's the captain, he's the quarterback. Love it. Uh, I think they're going to have a big season. I think they're going to make the playoffs again. <clears throat> and right. another one is the Falcons. Uh, I think Falcons over four and a half. Too low. Uh, I think that's a joke. Too low. Uh, they play a lot of tough teams, but they also play a lot of shitty teams. Yeah. So um, they can get those wins. Uh, it's the NFL, bro. You never know. Falcons got some good receivers. Their defense isn't great, but you have a great kicker and you have great receivers. You never know. With Koo, bro, coming in as your kicker, you can win a 60-yard, 65-yard game. You know? He loves Koo. On a game like that. Yeah. Loves, I, do, loves I mean, listen, I'm with Bill on the Falcons. That number's way too low. Um you look at last year, this is a better team, I think, than last year. Everyone's going to say it's not, but I think it is. I mean, Matt Ryan sucks. I'd rather have Mar Mariota and then hopefully my boy, the Riddler, coming in midseason to take this thing over. I mean, that's one of the things you got to look at when you're doing win totals for teams. You have to factor in injury, right? That's the scariest thing. That's what scares me a little bit about the Bengals overs that I have, that if Burrow goes down, there's nothing behind them. 
if if Mariota goes down, Mariota's viable. I mean, we saw him in the preseason. He looked good. They have weapons. He'll be okay. <clears throat> Their defense is dog shit. But if he goes down, they have a better quarterback coming in, in my opinion. And that's important for the win. So I'm with you on that, Bill. I like the four and a half on the Falcons. There. Anything week one you've been looking at so far? No, not yet. I'll, I got to wait till you know, injuries and everything else come out. <clears throat> I got a tricky game. I'd love to hear your opinions on while we're throwing it out there. I mean, mm-hmm. that Green Bay, Minnesota game, getting two-way action, Green Bay on the road. We all know, obviously, they lost Adams, but – why? Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a tricky line there. I, I don't know why Green Bay is one and a half in that spot. I'm actually on the Minnesota side. Yeah. Talk, talk, talk me through why. I'm on the Minnesota side just because I like the O'Connell situation. I like that they've added uh, a couple of the coordinators from the Rams. Uh, we've heard Justin Jefferson talk about how excited he is for the season. You're coming in with a healthy Dalvin Cook, probably the only time all year he'll be 100% healthy from this point on. They're at home, new regime, new scheme. Cousins just got the bag. I think this Minnesota going to catch again. He got another bag. This fucking guy. Oh, he, he got, got a bag. million. He got the bag. Who's going to catch a pass from the Packers? No, and that's what I'm saying. So, and you're looking at the Packers. The Packers. I'm, I'm not Watson because I drafted him in our season long league. Listen, I like Watson. I like fucking Dobbs. I like Lazar. I think they're fine. I think people are overblowing running backs. Aaron yeah, Jones. I think people catch are overblowing the Devontae Adams factor for the simple fact that. Last year, I bet that Uh-oh. game when Devontae Adams was out and they had no receivers and they won by fucking 15 with just Rodgers. He, he got a huge target share, man. Right. And yeah. the games that he wasn't Sometimes in, that's they, a didn't problem. they didn't look good in the games he was out. I mean, listen, the, the biggest game of the year that Aaron Rodgers won with no Adams won it easily on Monday Night Football. The big I think thing we're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones in the slot. Well, listen, the big thing here is it's Aaron Rodgers. But he doesn't give a fuck about the preseason. He didn't play a snap all preseason. I think they're going to start slow. I think you needed they to get did last year. You didn't yeah, they started last slow year. last year when he missed a lot of time in the camp. You had to get Aaron Rodgers in there with these receivers a little bit in some of these preseason games with this whole new core. But uh, I think the Packers are going to be okay. But I don't think on the road week one in Minnesota uh, is the spot. So I actually like the Vikings. I, I got an Aaron Rodgers query for you. I gonna, used to love him, hate just him, just love to him. That off, I'm going to tease it up to seven and a half. That's going to be one of my teachers. Uh, that's good. I like that home dog through the key numbers. Yeah. Um, I had a relationship yeah. with Aaron, you know, Rogers, loved him, hate him, loved him. And the hate him phase was when he would do the discount double check. And I wanted to, like, I hated him. But over this last offseason, man, everything from, you know, the yeah. vaccinations to the Awasku uh, or, you know, the tattoo, dressing like Nicolas Cage, going on Rogan. I think I'm back in the Aaron Rogers business. I like him. I, I mean, like I like him. him. You guys think, like them or don't like them? I think it goes just just like week one last year. Uh, they went into the Saints. They got killed uh, 38 to 3. And I see the exact same score happening again. Walking into a dome. I actually like Rodgers because of the stance he's taking for me socially. But I don't like when quarterbacks are on fucking, you know, McAfee show all day, dressing up like characters, taking mm-hmm. social justice stances. So it'd be, it'd be an unfair bias for me to say I like him because his social justice stances align with me, I want my athletes focused on football. Shut up and throw the ball. Yeah, shut up and throw ah. the ball. That's it, Bill. I tell him. Uh, Raggins, what's your stance on Rodgers? I like him. Yeah, I like I've him. I've always liked him. But I don't like my quarterbacks focusing on anything but playing quarterback, personally. Yeah. Shut um, up and dribble. <laughs> shut up and dribble. This guy talks to me, Raggins, <laughs> I love about that. starting to show off. You offended women. And then fucking show, you shut up and dribble guy over. You sound like fucking Donald Rupp. So today was women he went after? Yeah, yeah no, because I called it goats and hoes. Come on, Mike. Did you see in our chat the other day? Women's I see it. I've been living hose? it for since I've been Hose, Mike? 
Well, goats and hoes is a play on boats and hoes. It's a play on words. And Tommy Listen. took the t- Tommy took the temperature, and the representative of the Angels loved it. I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's it is my fun. Angels. They're Tommy's Angels. Fun. I am fun. I have nothing to do with that, women. So just yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not endorsed by Rupp Follow Bill Rupp on Twitter and follow get Bill Rupp. Tweets. Women, I love you. Tune in at 5.30 p.m. to the Woken Woker show with uh, with Joey and Bill. Equal pay oh. for women. Equal pay for women. <laughs> get in the kitchen. So uh, I will say this. A couple of the win totals I have in the futures thing. Um, I have the Colts under. I have the Vikings over. I think that's the easiest one. The Vikings over eight and a half. A little juiced. Minus 150 or whatever it was. It was a joke. They won eight, year, eight games last year with the worst coach and coordinator in the history of the NFL. That team, that team wins the division. You're, you may be looking at 11-12 wins uh, for that team this year. But I think the Vikings make a statement week one. I like the Raiders over. Uh, I like the Bills over 11.5, even though they have a really tough schedule to start the season. I just think they're the best team in the NFL. So I don't see them losing six games. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then the Bengals, as you guys know, all in on the Bengals uh, this year. Just praying Burrow doesn't get hurt. And he's a tough motherfucker, but... Me and Bill will be at odds there in that first game, Bengals-Steelers. I know Bill likes the Steelers. I like the Bengals. I'll be using the Bengals in some teasers. I also have an article coming out. Uh, it's half written. I wrote it for no reason this morning. I was just thinking about something, and I'm just getting in the habit of putting it on paper and giving it out to the subscribers. So Mike talked about uh, key numbers, he mentioned. I have an article that is about 70% of the way done. I'll probably finish it after the show. Uh, about teasers. And if you're not subscribed to 4 Deep Bets, and maybe one of the most important articles you read this year, if you bet college football and NFL, because I found major glitches between the sites. And I'm going to point them out in the article where you want to bet your teasers for which sports and why. Uh, and then obviously I explain key numbers and why you'd love teasing games like one and a half because you get through the three, the four, and the six, and the seven. We saw that, Tommy. I told you this week. We saw that on Sugar House and Dude. I, I found 40, something. 40 cents difference. I found something that is so drastic that if you love betting, te- and I love betting teasers, so does Mike, so do we all. Anyone who tells you not to bet teasers, they're a fucking idiot. Every professional gambler I know who bets huge money bets teasers. I talked to my three best sources for high-end gambling on NFL. All three of the first play they gave me was a six-point teaser this weekend. So teasers are viable. You should bet them. You just need to do them right, right? You don't tease something from 13 to 19. You tease it from one and a half to seven and a half, and you kill those four key numbers. So I broke it all down in the article. It's explaining what a teaser is and how to do it. But there's a piece in here that you're literally going to read this and be like, how the fuck am I getting this here and this there? It's literally enabling you to get three more points on your teasers for the same price. Three points. Okay. So you're going to want to read it. Sign up for deepbets.com. Not giving it out on here. That's for our party people in the chat. Um, week one for me, we'll talk about it on Thursday. I'll go heavy into it. Um, couple, couple leans, couple things I like. We'll go over our survivor picks and all that stuff on Thursday's show. But, uh, the Vikings teased is definitely one of them. I don't want to fucking hear people say, I can't get that line. I don't give a fuck. I can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, now we're legal. We're legal. And and, uh, in fairness to Bill Rupp, we bet everything that we give out. So all we're doing is telling you what we're betting. And then obviously, yeah, you got to hope to get the best line, but we're always saying get multiple outs. You know, you have to have multiple books, multiple options. And we have affiliate tabs on our site. I showed it yesterday when I sent it out for everyone's like, oh, I like using FanDuel and DraftKings. Offshores have been way off. 
I don't want to use a my bookie. I don't want to use Bovada. Well, you don't have to use them like ever, but if you don't have a legal state, you got no fucking choice. Just shut your fucking mouth or move to fucking Colorado or Jersey. But at the same token, there's opportunities like with college football props. New York City didn't have any props for any of the games, but some of the offshores did. So you should always have those other offshore books too, even if you just put a little sprinkle in it and fucking use it. Sometimes the lines are so wrong. Bill, we've seen it. My bookie will throw a line out where a guy's plus 10,000 who's supposed to be plus 100. Yeah, there's been a lot. Yeah, the, the, the offshores have had some good lines yeah. that I couldn't get because yeah. I can't do offshores in New Jersey, but you guys got them. So it yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go to the affiliate tab, use the links. We have lower rollovers, my bookie, XBet, Bavada. Just sprinkle a couple bucks in them. Just have it there for if that opportunity arises so you can take advantage of it, especially those of you who lives in states like uh, Michigan, I think, is doing it. New York's doing it. They're limiting people. But, Mike, let's get to the Dana White Contender Series, and we'll come back on Thursday and break down uh, that that Rams-Bills game for everyone here. What do we got for the DWCS tonight? Do you like the card? Um, I do like the card, actually, and I'm happy to say that because um, I lost the last card. Um and I was sick over it because I was really confident on my bet. But um, interesting card today. We have two big lines, though. Girl fight, which is a massive line of 600 plus. We have a, a set of brothers fighting, which is pretty cool. We have um, a three-time New Jersey State wrestling champion who went on to Penn State, and he's on the card. And then we have a rematch in the main event. And that's where I'm going to give you a bet on. I actually like, in the main event, Rodolfo Bolato. He actually lost the first time that these fighters faced off. And I don't consider things lucky punches because the person that's throwing it is aiming to put their fist on your chin. So I'm not going to use the term lucky punch. It was just a perfectly timed punch where Salvo earned the knockout in 25 seconds. Um, Bolato is a grappler and an aggressive maniac grappler. And Salvo is a striker. I think that now he's going to be keen to obviously the striking woke him up a little bit and something to note, Bellato is eight and one and all nine of his fights have not only finished inside the distance, they were all in the first round except for one. Um, so he's a very aggressive fighter. I also think that um, um, Salvo came in very bulky. I was looking at him at weigh-ins. He looks like a complete different person than years ago. And I can't accuse, let's say, um, enhancing drugs, but he looks massively swollen. And then when he's throwing punches now on pads, I see him like really like tight and slow. So I think a lot of things are going in our favor with Bellato. And then Bellato's an underdog. Um, way too hard to pass up. I took 125 on Rodolfo Bellato in the main event of tonight's contender series as our official play here. All right. Mike, you see how like uh, the first couple of weeks were like all favorites and then it's been dogs, right? On that, um, for the most part. We had uh, an underdog week one, which one, which was Joe Pfeiffer, if you recall. But um, yeah. yeah, a lot of underdogs uh, won in the last couple of weeks. They're on a little bit of an underdog heavy run. I think it was like seven three out of the ten. Would you fights. call it? Would you call it a runder dog? Uh, a what? A run? You said an underdog run. A runder dog. Oh, okay. Baggins packed up. I don't know if anybody gets like dinosaur behind you. Me and me and Rackets like puns. I like puns. I like them. I always say the rub date or let's row to Brian. Yeah, but we made all those up. Yeah, we like to make let's row. We like to make them up, not repeat other people. Constantino is just copying all our stuff. It's funny. Whoa, back to rubbing Rackets. You can take your ass right back to the tennis courts, my friend. Rackets lost the headlining spot. Oh, yeah. God damn my, my new boy is goat. We're going to do a goat and con man show. 
That would be great. We're going to give everybody what they want. No, 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 no. It's going to be something way better than that. We're going to come up with something original. That makes you hoes. All right. Anything else in the Contender Series here as we're running Yeah, there's a lot for our subscribers. I really like some props tonight. I have a good feel for this card. Yeah, I'm going to get into it on our voice breakdown when I get into the Bill Rupp show tonight at 5.30. Oh, cut you clean um, out, right? Tommy, I know you'll be there. I'll be there. And I think I think uh, Joe will be there, too. Joe will be there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be Joe, he's not even on Rackets anymore. (laughs) No, 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 he's Joe. Wow. Wow. We better get off the air before fucking Rackets is just the tennis guy. Yeah, I know, before I'm fired. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. All right, so Rupp and Rackets, 5.30 p.m. in the Discord. Guys, get on over. Now's the time, guys. Let's go. College football's back. U.S. Open's going on. NFL's back. Baseball's rocking. UFC's rocking. We got fucking Cubba Wubba doing fucking soccer. We got fucking Juju. Fucking our boy Juju banged a plus 8,000 fucking parlay for the subscribers. We gave Juju his backdoor bangers hashtag. (laughs) You like that? Oh, I love the backdoor bangers is the best. And then uh, he hit another one the next day. Uh, the next day he hit eight Robin. out of nine on a round yeah. robin. That's how much fun we have in the chat that you can give Juju a pink name and say it's Juju's backdoor bangers and everybody's cool. That's well, I mean, how cool Juju, it is at four D. Juju's my boy. We hung out with him at I the know. bar. I mean, Juju's gay, so I make fun of him. Backdoor bangers. That's I know, it. but I'm saying that's how fun the community is, is that yeah. we all fool around. Yeah, and, I told him uh, if he hits another one, I'm going to bang him in the ass. So, uh... <laughs> Juju, our boy, gets his own hashtag for this season. We are popping. We're an Angels draft. Get a part of the community. Get involved. Don't Cubs forget our up. draft on Thursday night because I'm going to pick your pockets again, you and Bill Rupp. We'll talk about no, that. No, Bill Rupp is not in it. We'll talk about that on Thursday's show. I beat him into submission. Thursday's show. Thursday's show. We'll talk about Thursday's draft. And then uh, Cubba was a fucking subscriber. He's now doing our soccer stuff. So, if you guys get on board and subscribe and you're fucking killing it, you know, you do a good enough job. We'll give you your own little fucking hashtag. Let's people follow you. So uh, get on board. 267 after the VIP 10 discount till mid-January is fucking retarded. Guys, that price is fucking stupid. Last year, we were charging 347 for just three months. Like, the, it's insane, the price you're getting right now. So get in there. Take advantage of that. Final days of the VIP 10. And uh, tonight, 5.30 p.m., Reppin' Rackets. Tomorrow, Fantasy Draft. Uh, no show tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow is Wednesday. No show tomorrow. We'll be back Thursday. Constantino, final words. Yeah, definitely get in for tonight. We're going to have a good voice breakdown tonight. We won on UFC this weekend going four and two. I, I feel good about tonight's card. You know, get in there. Let's get it. All right. Uh, see how he changed. He said, let's get it instead of stay cashing because we made fun of him for copying things. Well, we didn't get to my my salvo yet, my my exit. Well, that was your final words. That was your final words. That wasn't my no, – I always do something at the end, too. Yeah, but I said uh, – Bill, final words. Uh, Rub and Rackets, 530 in Discord. Let's go. Rackets. Rub and Rackets, 530 in Discord. Evan! See you Thursday. See you Thursday. Evan, do you feel bad that you're TikTok? Evan's so sad. I, Evan's so I, sad am, I am in shambles. I actually just got an email back from them. It's They said I was uh, violating their hate speech guidelines. That's I what know. I got. I got nailed. Oh, what? Fuck this. I, I mean, listen, it's the worst. Evan built that TikTok up for Stay Cash <laughs> Evan, we're just going to give you the fucking uh, Instagram and Twitter and have you do the same thing with those now. But I used to love seeing Evan. There was no hate. Evan's things were amazing. Dude, he was getting half a million views. Every video. On fucking random shit like that he was doing. And then all of a sudden, they fucking whacked him with hate speech like they did to me. And meanwhile, Evan was the one on the show the other day saying, stop saying this word. Stop saying that word. He gets whacked with hate speech. 
Karma, the universe is a Dude, mother. It makes no I'm sense. Fine. I didn't say it's, anything. Of all the people, Evan, to get whacked from hate speech, is it me or you? It's you. It won't even tell you what, what it was. No. That's what I said. That, like, I think the reason it might be is because I posted like worst tattoos of all time in sports, and this dude in the uh, King Fury fighting championship, whatever, he had like a swastika on his tattoo or on his chest. So I, or you're saying I said, how bad it is. Yeah, I said it, he had a around his belly button it said i have a small penis and then i was like i saw that tattoo first and then i looked up and saw a swastika on his here's chest so everything made sense here's what you can't do evan never justify their censorship that's what bill does maybe it was this maybe it, no you were doing oh. nothing wrong on that account exactly. you were doing nothing different than anyone else does and they wiped you out because you were getting too much traction and because you fucking probably work with me that's probably all it is. Zuckerberger's training MMA now, so maybe uh, that'll help us a little bit. Yeah, they just found out you were working with Tommy G, and you got the fucking boop, boop, boop. So uh, anyway, for, for Howie Dewey, for Constantino, Bill Rupp, Joey Rackets, Evan Hand, and anyone else who wasn't able to join today, I am Tommy G. Get over to 4deepbets.com now. $37 for seven days or two sixty-seven dollars for four months. Get in there now. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go! Stay cash. Shut up.